For decades, TV has been an escape from our everyday life. We use reality TV to escape our jobs, children, and most of our responsibilities. Born out of the pandemic with two friends who became co-workers, I'm Greg. And I'm Demetria. Join, Join us, us to, to escape, escape reality. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Episode 24. All right. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Yeah. How about you? Living the dream. Don't wake me absolutely, up. This is it. Absolutely. What are you watching? Um, nothing new. Uh, let's see. This week. Um, all the regulars. Actually, I did start um the Demi Lovato. Oh, uh, doc on YouTube. On YouTube. <laughs> um, super interesting, super scary, and sad, but um, very honest and very raw. Um. She lays it all on the table. I'm overhearing about her. Okay. I feel like she's just everywhere, like Entertainment Weekly. Like she's on like everything right now. Like I got it. Yeah. She's on the radio. Like she's everywhere. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I mean, I'm a fan, but also I'm a fan of anybody who can just be honest about like, yeah. the things that are put, like she's put out and been honest about and said, like, I did think it was interesting that she said she's California sober. Mm -hmm. So she drinks and smokes weed occasionally. Right. Well, and I haven't got to that episode yet. Oh, sorry. But I saw that. Sorry. In a, no, she said that in an interview. Yeah. And um, they touched on that a little bit on in, in an interview she did with like, I don't know, Good Morning America, one of those things. Um, but I mean, just, you know, being a fan for so long and knowing like she had these issues and she, you know, did coke and she had a, eating disorder and drinking problem, but then to like know heroin, like yeah. how far it really yeah. got to where, you know, you're doing crack and you're doing heroin and mm. doing these things like she, and the, then what happened to her? Like you are so lucky to be here. Yeah. So I'm, um, it's just very honest and I, I enjoyed it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, jumping into hot topics. This is an interesting one. So mm -hmm. <clears throat> after eight years, mm -hmm. Bethany Frankel is divorced. Yes. And engaged. Yes, all on the same day. <laughs> um, her ring supposedly is a $1 million ring, 10 carat raw emerald. I mean, it's kind of large. I thought it was very pretty. I mean, I obviously would never have anything like that. That's but huge. It's beautiful. Um, the drama coming out of this is that she announced her divorce and her everything mm -hmm. on the same day right. of the Roni trailer. Yes. I mean, I don't know... I don't know if she had an inside tip that the trailer was coming out. Like, I don't know. I mean, there is calls for her, like, that she's pretty petty. And, mm. like, but also, like, how do you get, to, like, eight-year divorce? Mm hmm Oh. Yeah. Well, it was, like, a struggle over the custody, a struggle over, like, it was a mess for a long time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And then we got to see the Roni trailer, mm -hmm. which looks so good. Ebony looks like such a good addition. Yeah. She's very pretty. Um, calling out Ramona, calling out Luann. Did you see Luann's Instagram picture? Uh, no, oh, I don't follow these. I'm things. gonna get your reaction right yeah. now. I, don't, I, you know, New York is not my my satellite. Oh, uh, I love it. Uh, Housewives franchise. So Who I is this follow. person? Oh, yeah, she looks lovely there. She, she never looks, looks like that on the show. <laughs> she looks like 30 years old. Yeah, she so never looks like that. If anybody sees her, she's like airbrushed to the max, yeah. green dress. She looks beautiful, but it does not look she, like her. No, she all. never looks like that. Uh, but they will be back May. Fourth, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm excited. I cannot wait. Um, they're always a good time. I feel like they're one of the ones that are just like no holds barred, especially yeah. Sonia. Yeah, with a, Sonia with a sexy J. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and then finally today, which I kind of avoided for the week, but Kylie Jenner repost, reshared, whatever, mm -hmm. a GoFundMe for a makeup artist that she had formerly worked with at some point. Yeah, and people are dragging her for this. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Well, a couple of things. One, like as she released the statement of what actually happened, it made a lot of sense. But also, is it fair to put an expectation on someone because they have money? If you even just know somebody and they need something, you have to just pay for it? Yeah, exactly. Like that's well, it not wasn't a realistic like, expectation. It wasn't, like it wasn't an employee of hers. No. Like, they worked together in the past. Her makeup artist told her about the accident. Got it. And told her what happened. And she was like, oh my God, is he okay? Like, I want to know more. So then she went on and saw that the GoFundMe was set up and that it was set the limit at 10000 Oh. So God. she donated 5000 to try to get him halfway okay. there. 
and then they upped the amount to keep it going. Uh, okay, I didn't read that. Which then turned <laughs> into, well, why didn't she just give him all the money he asked for? Yeah. But what says you have to if you have the money? Like, who says you have to? Fair. I mean, I don't. But I, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe if it was like one of their personal employees, I'm or production sure or whatever, if it was her yeah. actual Ariel, her actual makeup artist that she's yeah. always with, it would have been a totally different thing. Yeah. But somebody that you previously worked for and just know from around, that's not a personal friend. <sighs> you're supposed to just like pay. Well, then I'm going to tell you what I need, Kylie, and I think yeah. that it's <laughs> terrible that you don't give it to me. I need one of your Ferraris, Kylie. Right, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, I'll take like your Ford Focus if you have yeah. one. Around. I don't even care. Girl, go one step up. Get like a Mercedes. I, I mean, I'm yeah. just saying, like, you know, I can't maintain that if it breaks down. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fix it. Got a, she got a golf cart. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. She'll see me on the freeway, beating down <laughs> goggles and a scarf. Uh, where do you want to go? Where should we start? Go to ATL. Oh, Atlanta. Um, so we start with this was really funny, actually. Marlo has a second hand store where you can rent yeah. her fashions. Yeah, that yeah. So you rent her high-end fashion. But like what if you like rip them or spill on them or like right, who's especially renting if it's like them? a couture or what I mean, I don't think it's a couture because she's not a couture size, I don't believe. But yeah. they're high-end fashions and oh. people wear it and then you're gonna rent it and wear it again. Like, how does that work? I don't, I don't, I don't have an answer for you because mm. I thought it was very bizarre. Yeah. But then she re-tagged it with all of her tags lit archive. Yeah. Huh. Um. So Cal, Callan and Fenya. Oh Lord, here we go already. Kenya and Fallon are there. Fallon's talking about a Halloween party, and Kenya brings up Bolo I'm for the so seventh week in a row over <laughs> Kenya and this conversation. <laughs> She has no, she has no storyline. I cannot talk about this man anymore. Like you have given him more promotion. Than anything could ever have done, Kenya. Like, you have done nothing but boost things for him and irritate the shit out of everybody else. Do you think part of it is that she wants the spotlight off of her and Mark, and so this is her way of, like, keeping Bolo relevant? I mean, I I can only assume that this is just her way of keeping some sort of conflict she's involved in going so they have a yeah. reason to film her. What else is there? I mean, it's just annoying. Um, and then Marlo tells Kenya about Latoya's loose lips at the niece's party. Well, you had to know that was coming. Oh, that didn't go over Because, well. you know, now Marlo's trying to hold on for dear life since so she's being <laughs> nice to her. Yeah. So let me just tell you everything that's going on. I just... It looks... I don't know. Do you see the preview for next week? Mm-hmm. It looks like Portia gets to Marlo. Marlo's like, wait a minute. Am I being used? Yeah. This reunion is going to be fire. I'm sorry, like, but if anybody has ever, <laughs> like had a really close good friend and then had a falling out to the epic proportions that they did <laughs> yeah and then made up you don't make up and then you're instantly best friends again no it's just it's easy mm-hmm. and, like it doesn't work like that well it's funny because marlo's usually like keeps mm-hmm. people at arm's length like that i'm shocked that she was just like come on back there we go yeah i'm confused by that um we catch up with drew talking to her mom about racism which kind of this blew my mind like in 1988 there was all white hotels in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Like what? Absolutely. Just like mind blowing. Yeah. Um, and then it was two very interesting views, <clears throat> which obviously like we'll never understand, but adopted versus biological. And Drew wants her son to be involved with his biological father. But her mom said I was adopted and they didn't want me. So I want nothing to do with them. And and some people have that feeling. Yeah. I mean, the conversation touched at me because I've experienced this with my own son where his dad wasn't in the picture for a lot large period of time. And my husband stepped in Yeah, and by no means was trying to like take his place, but wanted him to know what it felt like to have a father figure. Yeah. But he always encouraged the relationship between him and his father. My son was just like hesitant. And he was like, no, you, this, you know, this is your dad. You shouldn't shut him out. But, you know, <clears throat> watching that, um, and, and watching her have that conversation, I definitely like felt that. Well, I mean, I give her a ton of credit. Like she could have taken mm-hmm. the shady route. Absolutely. If that was the case. Um, we'll just jump ahead and we'll come back. But so they then talked to her son. Her son is nine years old. Uh-huh. When he was two, the father went to jail. She right. brought him to the jail. He didn't get it. But then they talked to, I guess what my, my red flag was, they talked to him at eight, they're talking to him at nine and he doesn't get it. Well, and- 
<clears throat> and what bothered me about it. Old daddy? Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. And I liked that Ralph was like, I'm not with that. I'm not new daddy. There's not old daddy. No. I'm also not with him calling him Uncle Ralph and then telling him when they got married. Yes. <laughs> like, it's just very that, strange. That's what, that was, that's, that was my red flag was like, okay, are they not explaining this to him in the terms that an eight-year-old can understand? I don't think so. And I think probably what happened was because he was so little and then Ralph came in, they just kind of avoided it. And then when they had to bring it up, they didn't address it properly i mean ralph was incredible yeah he was like super sweet Absolutely. he was like super calm understanding like incredible the poor little boy like i almost had tears in my eyes like he was like no and it's not no. a conversation that should have been on television Camera, yeah like that's something where he they should have sat him down and yeah. been able to have an open dialogue where he could feel comfortable yeah so i'm sure that's like here's a camera in my face and you want me to give you an answer yeah. and i'm nine what do you <laughs> want me to do he wanted sushi that's what he wanted. He was like, get me sushi. I was like, I'm with you, kid. Let's go oh, get, some get some sushi. sushi. Like, you know. We see, folks, this is it. We see the haunted house. I, I mean, this house must be haunted. Um, Kenya's costume is clearly problematic for Drew. For everyone. <laughs> Drew was like, like, I, what? Was like I, the... I thought we weren't doing this. Oh, like, yeah. She had to it? release a statement. <laughs> and Bravo. Yes. They both had to. Like, what are you doing? We are not doing that anymore. Um, they ask where Marlo is. Kenya then speaks up for Marlo, and they're like, well, since when is Kenya more right. Marlo's mouthpiece? Now, let me ask you this. <clears throat> to the magnitude and level of these women's costumes and like makeups and the whole nine that they went all out, mm -hmm. did you feel like it was super weird that they did this and then we're just sitting in like a normal kitchen? with? Okay, so I'm torn because yeah. Fallon said it's just us girls at... The archive. She was like, it's just us girls, no men, no yes. nothing, right? It sounds like, though, the message to everybody was like, dress your best. It's a Halloween party. Right. And the front was super spooky and scary when yeah. you came in. Like, it fit the two. And then all of a sudden they went through the doors and it's like, it like normal oh, house, have some snacks. White granite kitchen. And I just paid all this money to have these prosthetics put on my face to sit in your kitchen and eat snacks. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you on that, but I wonder, was the disconnect from fallon's invite or was yes. it disconnect <laughs> yeah. do you know did you get one no, you... but I, just from the conversation i was like she didn't explain this but right. fallon looks good so she must have known yeah she looked good but it was like well how did each snake move independently i, was I don't like, know Jesus. and i was thinking like at least put some spooky skeletons in the kitchen or something that fits in with your um Latoya says your house is beautiful but your house shouldn't be beautiful if you're dating a 60 she's the worst a 65 year old I would have told her, get out. I don't know why she didn't just throw her out. I would have said, thank you for your comment. You, there's the door. It's time to go. Like, you don't come and talk to me like that and insult my house and my house. Like, what? Uh, um, and, and then 55. Yeah, well, then Fallon corrected her. And then she goes, can I get a cocktail or whatever? She goes, yeah, it's over there. Which, I mean, if you're going to have a party, if you're going to have us over, like, maybe have a bartender or, like, something. And so Latoya says, uh, someone needs to serve me. If you're so rich, if your husband's 65, someone needs to serve me. And then Fallon says, rich people don't act like that. Broke people do. Yeah. I mean, nobody else is complaining about making their drinks. Well, even Candy was like, we all got, like, just go get your drink. Yeah. Like, we all got like, our own drink. People at the table that are a lot more rich than you <laughs> make their own drink. Um, and then we get into this, like, rich versus poor. They're just yelling at each other. Um, and then somehow Kenya versus Latoya happens. I think Latoya was clearly, like, under the influence because, like, her thought process was very erratic. Well, her behavior just in itself was weird. And yeah. then when Kenya asked to speak to her, because she was, like, unfazed, like, oh, Kenya, like, yeah. you know, and you could clearly tell Kenya was not feeling her. Um, Latoya says, my loyalty is with you. Kenya says, no, it's not. Like, you spilled all my drama. And then Latoya, which really pissed me off, she's like, well, Candy told me, so I thought we were talking about it. Right. Like, like why? No, why are we throwing everyone under the bus? Right, because Candy didn't tell you in front of all of those women. She told you... And well, I and you coerced you said you knew and right. so she felt comfortable talking about it. Right. Um yeah, so Kenya says I can't trust you. Latoya throws can candy under the bus, and then she's like, Can I get a hug? And she was like, Hell No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weirdos. I mean, it was just bizarre. And then we get Fallon versus Latoya. Mm -hmm. which almost went physical. So LaToya ends up leaving, still talking. So Portia well, pulls LaToya outside. Right, because because LaToya came back in from her conversation and made it like, oh, she's mad at me because I kissed you. And, yeah. you know, involved Portia. And Portia's like, why the hell am I in this? No, Portia does not want to be involved. No. 
So Latoya starts like airing to Portia. Portia's like stood her ground. Fallon somehow comes out. Latoya ends up in her car yelling horrible things at the curtain. Yeah, terrible. I mean, it was just all, she was like crawling over the seats. All the cars were like barricaded. Like you couldn't go anywhere. They were all blocking each other. Right. So where were you going? Um, and then they start like chasing each other. Fallon tries to go around the garage to like beat up Latoya. She grabbed a golf club. Oh yeah. <laughs> she she meant Por- that shit. Portia says, I only knew she ran by because one of these snakes was on the ground. <laughs> like I didn't really see her. I mean, Portia was killing it this episode as always. This she, is Portia's season. Absolutely. Is just, I can't, I have no words. She's hilarious. I love it. Um, her one-liners. I mean, she said something else and I forget what it was. But uh, yeah, Portia just. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that at this point, everybody. Oh, she said Kenya is lame and whack. Yeah. yeah. But I think that at this point, everybody's just kind of getting tired of the bullshit. Like yeah. you could tell she's tired of it. You know, Latoya pokes the bear with everybody. With Drew, Fallon. Yeah. Now she's, you know, her and Kenya have their thing. I mean, it's just like. It's almost like she wants someone to get physical with her. Right. And she implicates everybody along the way. She yeah. doesn't ever just take accountability and be like, you know what? I, you're right. I was wrong. It's yeah. always somebody else. Well, yeah, but this. Well, yeah, but this. And it's like, no, you did it. Just accept that you did it. Yeah. Mm. And you can't ever in life go to anybody's house and be disrespectful. Yeah. Like that. I mean, absolutely no. <laughs> well, and like you walked in and you were there two seconds. She came in hot. Why'd yeah. you even go? <laughs> yeah. Why'd you even come? Um, so next week we are going to NOLA. Yeah. Drew is going to throw a trip and she's going to show Kenya how a host should do it. She got a private, Ralph got them a private plane. I cannot wait. I mean, I'd like to get a private plane with Ralph. I would like to get a private plane anyway. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Uh, where do you want to go? Married to medicine? Yeah, yeah. So we see doctors in COVID, um, kind of how they're all handling it, what they're doing, going through all that kind of stuff. Uh, we see Heavenly. I I realize that she has no filter and she says horrible things most of the time. Yes. However, she does give back. Mm-hmm. She's at, she's like an activist. So she saw a girl on the news or YouTube or something who got punched in the face by a police officer in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and she flew her to Atlanta and fixed her teeth. And she's like, that's how she can give back because, yeah, I mean, get it, girl. No, I think that was wonderful to do. You punch me in the teeth and then she sees it. Do you think she'll give me veneers? I mean, maybe. Okay. I mean, it's worth a shot. It just depends on the circumstances. I've always said, like, if I'm ever driving and someone rear ends me, I'm just going to slam my face into the steering wheel and be like, look what you did. I don't recommend it. I need new teeth. That's, I don't know. That that seems like a dicey way to do it. One way to get them. Um, we see Jackie and Contessa. I didn't realize that Contessa was opening an addiction clinic. Mm-hmm. So last time she was just saying like general medicine or whatever. Well, she was saying that she had went, that program she took was addiction medicine. So that was going to be part that. of her thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I get it. Like she, what she experienced with her father and all that. Like yeah. she thinks that she can help someone else in Absolutely. that situation. Yeah. Uh, we meet Anila's family. Her mom is a lot. Yeah. Her husband was actually hilarious. Yeah, I like the husband. When he came in, he was like, she's like, oh, you fixed my face. You did like, Yeah, he's like, he was what? Like, no. I, yeah. <laughs> he was like, but I, I'm fixing the world. Today yeah, first. I need, I need to like, practice. Yeah. I need yeah. To, but he was like, I'll just, I'm just going to go. Like, I yeah. don't, yeah, he was like, I don't need this. Can I get a drink? That's a What's lot. happening here? That was a lot. Yeah. How long do you think they stay for? I mean, I depending on I didn't hear where they came from, but I'm sure it has to be yeah. uh, Savannah or so. Or okay, she so grew up. Yeah, too far. I don't think it's that far at all. I mean, I'm sure it was a, a long enough a feeling, long enough. Yeah. <laughs> like him. Um, so we see Toya and Eugene and their parenting and homeschooling and cooking and doing all oh this God, crazy hilarious. stuff. Hilarious. And she says, "No parent wants to do this for eight hours." <laughs> and then she said, "What if someone has five childs?" <laughs> and then Eugene goes. It's, They're children. It's children. And then the son's laughing at her, which yeah. I thought was the best. Goes, Don't take his side. But he's like, I'm not. I'm just saying when you say something, like, I'm she's telling like, you. You turn my, my kid against me. Yeah. Uh, and then the son's like, you guys are arguing about food. She's really like, not doing well on coronavirus. No. no. Like, this no. lockdown. I mean, the lockdown has affected me. I'm very outspoken and, like, I have a lot of friends with extrovert. multiple children. And let me tell you, it's been rough for a lot of oh, people. Oh, my... 
my niece and nephew, they showered like bed, ready for bed. And they're like, can we go outside and play? My sister's like, yeah, please. Like, yeah. just get out of here. I don't care. You're clean. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Go outside and play. That's a lot. Get away from me. Um, Heavenly and Quad. Quad the fraud. She is still driving that red light. So Lexus. happy to see her back. I love Quad. Um, she's saying nice things. She wants to know why Heavenly needs a three story closet because for those, be real, <laughs> for those fashions <laughs> every time i mean i miss dwight yes. i hope somewhere dwight and nini are having a drink and i told you dwight was on that one time yeah. doing the like watching the show and doing commentary i might have to find that one and it was hilarious it was just heard i had a fashion show with no fashion yes that's exactly yeah um so she asks Emily asks Quad if she's dating. Quad says, yes. Emily says, are you sleeping with anybody? She's like, no. And Emily doesn't believe her. Um, and then Quad sort of like, oh, I talked to her, to so-and-so, talked to Toya, whatever. And then Emily's like, oh, you do? Look at this clip from last month when Toya dragged you on this Yeah, which was like, feed. I'm so surprised to hear you guys are in such a good place when this was just a couple months ago. I mean, she had that queued up and ready to go. Absolutely. Like, she was ready to be Absolutely. shady. Um, and so Quad goes, you want the real tea? Toya had to take a personal loan out on top of her mortgage to buy her pool. And that's now going to get out. Yeah. <clears throat> it's out now. That's it. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see what happens from that. I mean, I don't, I don't get it. Cause I don't get how you could live in the future like that. Like, Oh, it'll all pay itself off at some point. Like you guys went through such a hard time with the tax lien. Like, how can you, not change your ways and how are you going to get like, well I think it's a her not changing her ways and then pushing on him because I think he'd be perfectly happy yeah in that little house they had before he was fine I mean now the house is for sale so I wonder if right he was like this this is enough yeah enough like she must be racking up credit cards yeah and, and playing and then she complains and then she's playing tennis three hours yeah. a day who has three hours a day to play tennis I mean her legs look great yeah. I want to I'm going to start playing tennis for three hours a day. I wish I had three hours a day to play tennis. <laughs> um, so we see Anila throw a party. Rahiki? Mm-hmm. Rahiki? Rahiki? Rahiki, yeah. yeah, something like that. Um, it was really cool. Like I found it interesting that she wanted to invite the other women. Yeah. Um, and kind of like bring them into the fold. So it's where the younger sister gives the older brother her heart, quote unquote, to protect until she meets yes. her husband. Um. And we get Contessa versus Toya, which it was like a slow simmer. And then the next thing you know, Contessa's like, that bitch is fake and storming out of the party and pushing. Well, I Anita's felt mom. like it started. First of all, she shouldn't. Anila shouldn't have brought it up at all. Like when she yeah. pulled when she pulled Contessa aside and was like, I just want you to know, like this thing with you guys, like. Yeah. I, you know, like that shouldn't have even been a conversation. Just let everybody be here and everybody's going to get along because it's your family thing. But yeah. when you bring it up, then it's like now it's the elephant in the room and it's simmering. And then Toya started making her comments. And then. Well, I think also it made Contessa feel like they were talking about her. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so Contessa, I mean, she was shoving the mom. She was like, I'm sorry, but get off me. Like, yeah, because the mom kept grabbing her and was, was like, like stay, 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 which I understand, yeah. but it's like. Well, then Simone just sat there sipping her lychee martini with not saying a word. Nope. And then Toya wanted to act like, I don't know why she's acting like this. It's like, well. Because you're sassy. Right. And you roll your eyes at everybody all right. the time. I don't want to hear about coronavirus, but like. She's in it too. Yeah, yes, but you can't compare what, excuse me, what Contessa's doing to like what Toya's doing. Absolutely not. But that's what I'm saying when she's saying like, hey. Yeah. My husband's in this, like I'm in this, and she's like, "Oh, we don't, we, I know, I know." It's like, just listen to what she's saying, Toya. Like, yeah. hold on a second. <clears throat> um, so Contessa storms out. Toya doesn't care. I mean, I don't know. This might be like. I mean, we'll get into like uh, Dallas isn't that fractured, but I mean Jersey. Like, it's very weird. This is one of the few years that we have like three versus three everywhere. Like mm-hmm. we go, like yeah. Simone, Toya, Anila, and then yeah. I think Dallas is the only one right now that's just kind of like they have their little intrapersonal problems, but it's nothing where it's like a divide. They also like get over stuff faster. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you'd be like, oh yeah, you called me a bitch. Okay, move on. Right. Let's go to the rodeo. We're fine. Like no big deal. Um, interesting though on Married to Medicine. Yeah. Heading over to Dallas. (laughs) uh, This this line killed me. 
and I, it's going to come back and bite Deandra in the ass. But Deandra was trying to tell Tiffany's kids apart, Maddie and Chloe. Mm -hmm. She couldn't get it. And then the kids said something. And Deandra said in her interview, Tiffany says her daughters are twin geniuses, but she should have them retested. Yeah. And it's like, why would you say that? <laughs> it, was, it was like cringeworthy. Yeah. I was like, who, why would you say that about somebody's, like, why? I don't. That would have been something you should have definitely kept to yourself. Yeah. Absolutely kept to yourself. Um, they talk about their moms and how Deandra and Dee need to get along and how Tiffany's mom only calls when she needs something and how Carrie would kill to have her mom in her life. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that it's hard to, especially all three of them are in different places with their moms, but in yeah. similar, like, Tiffany's mom makes her never feel good enough. I think Deandra has that with D in a way, but it's definitely a more fractured, like stressed relationship. Yeah. And then Carrie doesn't have a relationship with her mom. Like she's just starting to. So. Well, let me, we can like dive into that as well. So Tiffany meets with her mom and her mom says, I'm proud of you for taking a day off. Like, mm -hmm. and looking like realizing that needs to happen. Maybe you take two days off. And Tiffany's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who is this woman? Yeah. So it seems like they got there, but then Deandra and D there's something was said and, D said, oh, we need to be friends. I think they're too close, which is why they argue. Absolutely. I don't they, think they should be closer. No, they only have each other. It's not like she has other kids. Yeah. You know, and she's like she said, we don't have any other family or aunts and uncles or like I mean, cousins. She's got a lot of wigs. Yeah, but they don't have any cousins, anybody else that she can really like yeah. be with. And then Deandra has her husband, but that's it. So it's like, I think they are just like overly attached in that way. Well, then Deandra's like, I need an apology. I'm getting an apology when I get there. You weren't getting one. You did not. Also, I you, you didn't you get one. And then D goes one step farther and goes, you were wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's just an, a, one of those instances that we all have where it's like everybody has their own recollection of an incident. I think almost that like D is jealous. That D, so D had to like find the well. She was married before. She found Glenn later on. Whatever. I think D is jealous that Deandra had that access to Glenn at a young age. Hmm. Okay. And she got the benefits of the money and the name and all that that D didn't get until she was hmm. married later on. You know. Okay. That's my take. Got it. Um, we see Stephanie do a couple of opposite opposite things here. She needs to fly. To the locker reveal where she donated a locker room to a high school and she takes a private plane. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, something's not right here. Like, these are backwards. Right. You don't normally fly to charity in a private plane. No. I mean, I, I was like, I don't know the distance. It's not that far. But... Dallas, so Dallas to Houston driving would be like three. Oh. And then Houston to Beaumont would be like, I think, 90 minutes. So, like, it'd only be like a five-hour, ten-hour round trip max. But, like... So what, yeah, why wouldn't you get like a sprinter or something? I don't know. Because oh. a private plane. Okay. Probably because Travis is busy. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, the lockers were beautiful. I think also what they were, what seemed like they were going to do was that was like a prototype for them to sell lockers. Now that they know like what they can do. Mm -hmm. So donate one, but then like, oh, look, look, here we go. And they'll start selling them to schools after that. Wasn't that what they do? They do lockers. Yeah. But I think they kind of do like basic, Nothing like that. Oh, okay. Like I think it's just basic, sort of, like sort of student lockers and oh. remodels and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Um, we see Carrie with her kids. The mom talk kind of got her thinking about how her daughters feel, and I don't, Olivia and whatever the other one's name is. I don't remember. Anyway, um, the other one feels that she can't burden Carrie because Carrie's already burdened with three other kids. And, and that happens a lot when you're the oldest. Yeah. But also I think I was glad that she was having that open conversation with them and like trying to connect with them. Cause you saw like the last time she was with the daughter and they were making the jewelry and stuff. And she was like trying to talk to her and you could tell she was really closed off. Yeah. So then to have that conversation and hear her daughter say like, well, I don't really want to burden you with my stuff because like everything that's going on with Olivia and everything else that's going on, yeah. like, I feel like you have a lot, but I think it was good for her to reiterate. Like, no, I'm, I want to be here for you. Like, I want to yeah. help. Um, Tiffany throws a luau at one of her husband's hotel. I mean, that she dropped that bomb like, oh, we have a couple hotels. Mm -hmm. No big deal. Um, she told the hotel staff to shut down her entire floor. 
Why? I didn't know why, especially when when she said that. Apparently, first, she's the president. Well, when she said that, I thought it was a luau for like everybody. Like I was thinking, like, oh, it must be like an anniversary party. Like yeah. it's a it's a lot of people. But then when they did the setup, and then it was just the ladies, I was like, why did you need a whole floor for these ladies? Well, she did say that she was. Well, why would you need a floor when you were outside? Right, I was confused. I mean, maybe I don't. Are any of them staying there? I don't know how far Frisco is. I don't either. Um, but of she course, said, when she said Frisco, I was confused at first because uh, I thought of our Frisco, yeah. and then I was like, no, 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 Frisco, Texas. I think it's north of Dallas. It's not that far. Okay. Um, and then she says that the pizza party was so bad that she's going to, she's letting someone else do everything. Party planners, yeah. everything's taken care of. She wants. Well, to, she, she definitely had some fabulous centerpieces. <clears throat> So Cam should have nothing to say. Oh, and she had like the lays flown in from Hawaii. I was like, okay, girl. Um, Then Cam and Deandra start talking about Bill somehow. And Cam goes, haven't even seen electric bill. Don't even know an electric bill. I haven't seen. Nope, 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 no bills. This struck me as interesting. And I want to see what you think. So she was judgmental to Tiffany about talking about her closet and like the things in her closet and her toilet. But do you think that it's the same thing to then say, like, I've never seen in my life a bill or a paid a bill? Like, um, I think it's different in the sense of she's not gloating. I almost it came off to me as like self-deprecating in a way of like, I don't know what that looks like. Hmm. Like, what would you do? I, I don't. Well, yeah, I mean, I just think it was kind of like, okay, so this is your way to be like, I don't have to pay these bills. Like, I've never looked at them. I don't know how to do it. I don't yeah. know where it is. To which then my first thought is, ma'am, please pray nothing ever happens to your husband (laughs) because how are you going to... I felt it came in the sense of like, it was like, oh, the new house, like, what are you guys looking, like, money-wise, like, what are you looking at or whatever? I don't know. Well, she was saying that her water was off. Oh, yeah, that's what And so then it all started there, but it was just like, so what would you do if something happened and you had to be on your own? I mean, she grew up in Montecito, which is like the most exclusive suburb of Santa Barbara. Right, absolutely. Um, Ellen Lundstrom and Oprah. Harry and Megan and Oprah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're neighbors. Uh, someone else, Ashton Kutcher, no, someone else moved in there too. They're real close, bunch of neighbors. Um, I mean, that's where we're headed, folks. Yeah, we'll be doing our next episode. I'll be Montecito. at Oprah's, <laughs> yes. just so you know, she won't even notice because she's on like seven no. acres. Yeah, I'll be like, I'm at Stedman's house in the back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she brings out a fire dancer, and they're like, Where'd you find the fire dancer? and she said, It's Craig's ad. Oh, it's it's called Craigslist. Craig's mm-hmm. It's called Craigslist, first of all. Yeah. And I'd love to know how she posted it. Need, need fire dancer. Yeah. In for like what? We sit down to dinner and we get Brandy versus Deandra again. <sighs> Deandra says that Brandy was spiritual with the uh medium and like the ghost and all that and how she feels and how that's much different than meditation which like i don't why are we attacking meditation i don't get i don't either and it bothers me because it's not a slight in any way to religion yeah it's meditation so it's 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 for your soul it's for peace it has nothing to do with religion or going against god or jesus or the word or any of that however if you're conjuring spirits you it's said like you could conjure the wrong spirits and then get a bad like, well, she said the outer body made her think of like the devil and all of that. But he's not stuff. saying he, something went into his body. He was saying like in that moment he gets this like out of body, outer body experience of just like the relaxation. Yeah. The thing like. Yeah. It's not demonic. No, it just seemed a little like, who are you trying to be now? And then thankfully the tension gets broken by Brandy talking about Astroglide and then. Stephanie says Astroglide is great. Mm-hmm. They all kind of go on this whole thing. Carrie says that's not one of the nine commandments. Thou shalt not masturbate. And then Cam doesn't masturbate. I mean, it was like this whole like roundabout. Yeah. But it, like at least it broke. Thank God. Yeah. Because I'm over that. Like I get Brandy's journey and I get you have a lot of atonement to do for like your actions, but that's personal and you can't put that on other people. Yeah. I mean, it's you're reaching and like there doesn't need to be an issue here meditation is different than prayer yeah you know what i mean like it's two totally different things you're not asking for or praying to or worshiping anything else yeah it's like that's not yeah you're looking for calm in your soul uh moving on to new jersey 
Dolores' daughter, Gabby, comes home. Holy man, those dogs. I mean, there was four good size. One of them was small, but three of them were like good size, energetic. So yes. she was in the Bahamas or something. or Yes, studying to be a veterinarian. And she just started picking up animals. Rescues. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of abandoned animals yeah, that I just walk that. around. So she just took them all. To New Jersey. Yeah. To Massachusetts and well, New yes. Jersey. Yeah. That's a lot of dogs. How do you travel with all those dogs? Could you imagine walking to your parents' house right now and be like letting four dogs loose? No, because my parents would be like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Get those dogs out this of here. Is not the humane society. Yeah, that was crazy. Also, she definitely, I mean, she's a beautiful girl, but not what I was expecting coming from Dolores and Frank and Frankie. Yeah. Like they're all so put together. And then she came in and like her shirt's ripped and yeah. the dogs are everywhere. Everywhere. Super cute girl, though. Um, we see Teresa and Joe have a FaceTime. They seem very yeah, and then she revealed that she had to pay off all of his debt, which is why she got to ke- keep. Which is everything. why she got the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and he's launching a t- line of massagers. Yeah, he kept saying massagers, massagers for your head, for other yeah, areas. Yeah, like, don't as talk well. about this on the phone with your kids. <laughs> well, like Gia's fine; she's eighteen, but like yeah. you got like a twelve-year-old sitting yeah. right there, sir. Uh, their relationship is weird to me. You think so? I mean, I think I would have a very hard time if I. To forgive you if you sent me to jail for a year. I think that it would probably be different if you didn't have all those kids together. Yeah. Because you have to kind of be copacetic for these kids. The fact that he's not able to even be in the United States. Also, how is he FaceTiming? Isn't Italy like eight hours or something? So they were eating dinner. Maybe it was morning. I guess. I don't know. Um, so we see Marge. So we get to Dolores having a party for her award. Yes. Um, obviously her coronavirus. Her humanitarian Yeah. Award. So obviously coronavirus, she couldn't like have a ceremony. So she got all the girls over to the house. Uh, Marge. Um, Dolores says there's sangria there. Melissa, Jennifer, and Marge says, I think Jennifer's good. She drank enough at the pool party. Well, first, before that happened, I just want to address the David can't stay for five seconds. Didn't I read that? I thought I wrote that. Sorry, my bad. Like, so he couldn't be there for the ceremony. So it was Frank and the kids handing her the award. He couldn't be there for that. In the other house. Right. Yeah. Then she says, okay, well then, you know, I'm having this event. He can't be there for that either. Yeah. Like, well, Melissa's like going for a ride. He was like, no, gotta go back to work. Like, like, to deliver babies. Like, at what point do you... I mean, I understand doctors' jobs are super demanding. Like, I understand that. But at what point do you say, I have to block this hour to do this? I just think he doesn't want to film. And he does, I think he also doesn't want to be around the, around the women. I, it must be that. Because I was watching that going like, how is she not yeah. reactive? I would have been furious. Oh, sorry. I did write that. David, can you... And she, so she begged him. She was like, can you stay for a little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it just bothered me a lot. It's like that he doesn't care to. Yeah, he's not making the effort. Right. I just thought that was kind of shitty. But hmm. um, so, so yes, Marge Mar- says Jennifer's good on drinking. Jennifer is visibly uncomfortable as they discuss her in front of her. And Jennifer should be good on drinking after that whole spectacle. I mean, let's be. I mean, we've all had that day, especially like a pool party. It's hot outside. It's a Wednesday. That's why I never date right? <laughs> oh, a Wednesday, right? Um, they asked that now they're all grilling Dolores of like, this house is beautiful. Why don't you live here? And now she's flipped to, I like freedom. Melissa says, if you had a ring, you would live here. Mm-hmm. And Dolores says, she's not sure. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that I would be the same way at this point because he's really not showing her that we can, well, that we see, I shouldn't say, but what yeah. we're seeing, he's not really showing her he's committed to even trying to be present or just, part of her life. End game? I guess that's what's like confusing me is like, well, how does she think that she's ever going to get a ring or they're going to have a future if she's going to continue the show and he clearly doesn't want to be on it? Yeah. You're just going to have to separate the two somehow. And like, why choose that house to the party? You don't live there. Right. Do you sleep here? Sometimes. What? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, that's my closet. That's not my actual closet. That's just clothes. I just hung all my extra clothes in there. All my clothes are at home. I get dressed and then come over. Like, it's, it's bizarre. It is. And I think it's kind of like, okay, so does she just not want to share? Possibly, yeah. How she's really feeling about this? 
it's very strange. So Jen's getting ready. They're going to the shore and Bill drops the bomb that Joe B mentioned that he knew the rumor. And that is the catalyst for the rest of the episode. And I don't know if I, I mean, I've been in this situation, I guess, on both sides. There's certain things that my husband and I used to discuss and I'd be like, oh, let me tell you about this. Like, or he would come home and tell me things, but we would never repeat it. Yeah. We would just tell each other, like, did you hear about this? Yeah. You know, just to have the dialogue, but <sighs> never would repeat it. I, I, I think he, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know how that, how we got there. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Frank, like, I mean, Frank says that's bro code. Like, that's guys night. I would never talk about anything like that. No. So it's, I guess, but Bill, he wasn't gossiping. He just, like, laid it on the table. And it was like, oh, shit. you have to know, like, laid it on the table. If my husband's telling me something, like, that's not something for me to go repeat to these people. Yeah. Well, they do. So (laughs) Dolores then tells... Teresa, that they're in the car. She deserves everything. Teresa says she's ready to date. She wants somebody. And then Jen wants Dolores to take her own advice about being treated right. I was like, ooh. ooh. Yeah, Jen, you might want to tread softly on that. (laughs) Um, And then they fill Teresa in on the fact that the rumor has been confirmed by Joby. So... We're now going to dinner at Dolores' house. Jackie and Melissa are getting ready. Jackie, this really funny exchange. So Jackie looks at Melissa and she's like, your sister's not, your sister-in-law is like not going to come for me, right? And Melissa looks at her and she goes, looks at her dead in the face. And she goes, I wish I could answer that for you. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't, I don't count out anything. Who can ever tell point. you yeah. what Teresa's going to ever do? Um, so we, Teresa says that she has a gift for all, for Jackie. She may not like it, which is like kind of sets the tone. They all arrive at Dolores' house. Teresa gives them all a vibrator from the collection that her and Joe launched. It sounds like they're in it together. Yes. They they launched. And so they're all like joking and laughing and giggling, whatever. And Teresa looks at Jackie and says, you should stick it up your ass. Like you told me to stick the olive branch up my ass. And then folks, (laughs) all hell breaks loose. So Jackie, I will say, I'm okay. I'm team Jackie. I am not. Absolutely. I'm with you. Giving that up at all. Jackie held her composure to like, they ended up sitting down to dinner after this. Like Jackie held her composure. I would have thrown that thing in that lake river, whatever on the shore behind me. I would have tossed that thing. But like, I I mean, I would have done something drastic. So we sit down to dinner. Jackie versus Teresa starts by Teresa saying the rumor, the rumor, the rumor. Jackie says, I'm not engaging in this. Like I'm not giving this life. And Teresa goes, yeah, you're not giving it life now because Joe B heard the same rumor. Right. (laughs) Which then launches into our second fight of the dinner table, which is Marge versus Teresa. Don't talk about my husband. You don't know anything. You heard that third party, whatever. Knock it off. Then we get into the third fight, which is Teresa versus Joey Gorga. Oh, God. Who are then yelling at each other about family and how Teresa just won't stop and all of that crazy stuff, which then transitions into Teresa versus Melissa. Because then Jackie goes around the table and says, who here has been burned by Teresa? And it's uh, yeah. Dolores and Jen say no, obviously. Right. But Melissa everybody says, else certainly yeah, has. Melissa says yes. Marge says yes. Marge. And then Teresa goes, what was it? Marge goes, you told her to pull my hair. So like they have this argument again. And then Teresa and Joe B get into it. And then Marge and Joe B get into it about she's telling Joe B if he didn't hear that. He says he didn't hear that. He said he never said that, which we saw it on camera. Clearly. And then somehow it goes Marge versus Jen. <laughs> and then Frank is gets Frank has more confessionals, I think, than any of the other any of the house. Frank just but, needs to have his own show with the guy, is what I've been like, saying. Frank, did you hear that? And Frank's like, I didn't hear that. He didn't say that. I'm not involved. And so Frank does a confessional. Frank goes, I'm not touching this. Like, I nope. So Frank just stands alone. Yeah. Not my problem. Not involved. Good job, Frank. So the fight continues. <clears throat> Teresa continues to poke and poke at Jackie. And then Jackie drops a bomb. 
And she says, did you get, (laughs) I'm sorry. Did you, (laughs) did you get that confidence in jail? Jackie, when she, (laughs) when she delivers the punch, she delivers like an uppercut sucker punch to the jaw and gut. I legit paused my TV. I rewound it. I was like, she did not. So she's like me. I do this and it's a very bad habit. Like I say the below the, I'll let it go and go and go. And then I'm just going to hit you so below the bell that you're never going to speak to me again. Yeah. No, I. Did you get that confidence in jail? And Teresa loses it. She stands up. She's slamming her hands. Uh, Marge made a joke about taking the knives off the table. (laughs) Teresa said, I'm not doing this. If Joe and Melissa are going to be her friend, like she's a bitch. She did this, but you. You started this. You just gave light. Like, you want this rumor to continue. Like, you just Absolutely. don't stop. Absolutely. Um, so, and it ends on Demetrius' favorite, to be continued. I am <laughs> so tired of these to be continued. I don't know what to do. Can we just end one episode just normal? I just want a full fight in one episode. Yeah. Don't give me, like, half yes. a fight, and then I got to wait until next Wednesday Absolutely. to get a little bit of Absolutely. We could have done without watching Jen mop her barf off the floor. Oh. She threw up all over. Yeah, like we could have done without all of that to have the rest of this. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, I don't Gross. do vomit. No. Uh, How do you get it out of that Ferrari? <laughs> I mean, you know what the cleaning fee on that must? I don't. I, I don't mean, even want to know. Probably more than I rent. Yeah. Um. Want to go to the challenge? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so we pick up. Uh, Kyle wants to cut Anissa, mm, as we've known. I mean, can he win a final? Mm-mm. Can he win a final with any of those women up there? No. So I don't like. But he's convinced himself he can. But I was trying to remember last night. He did go before with Car Maria, and then he didn't yeah. do well. I mean, so it's not. He doesn't like, have endurance. No. He has a great social game, and that's about it. Yeah. So he acts like he can do this with the right partner, but it's also you. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Fessy thinks that CT is overrated. I'm so over Fessy. I think the entire house is. Like, Even Nani was like, I regret being his partner. Like, he's the worst. His whole demeanor and the way he, it's like, there's a new dog, big dog in town. Like, really? He's just like. <sighs> but didn't you have to quit before? Did he quit? Wasn't that the last time when it was so cold and he couldn't keep going? I don't know. And they were climbing I mean, that mountain. We'll talk more about him in a minute. But yeah, I, I just. I just feel like, who is he to speak that way? I just don't enjoy him. I don't either. He has like a small man's complex, but you're a giant human being. Yeah. Like, what is your, what makes CT overrated? He he delivers. He's doing. Yeah. Didn't he win last season? Yeah. <laughs> That's why At I'm like confused. 38 years old. Yeah. Um. So the challenge this week is spy dive. They have to jump out of a plane at 15,000 feet. Not going to be able to do it. <laughs> and memorize a color key, run a half mile and solve the puzzle. You wouldn't do it? Absolutely not. I mean, it's kind of cool. I, Fessy mentioned this. And he was like, people pay thousands of dollars to do this. Not me. And like, we're doing it for free. Like, we get all these super cool. Um, so Kyle and Anissa get to pick the order. They go with Casey and Leroy. Anissa can't run, obviously. Big T is terrified. I feel like I would enjoy it. Like, think of the like the clarity you would get up there. Like, you have mm-hmm. nothing else to think about besides dying. I think about the heart <laughs> attack that I'm having the whole way down. And then, like, even though she's like, it's beautiful. No. I just think it's funny that Big T doubts herself. And then once she does something, she's like, oh, I know. look at me. I just did that. But it's the thing. Well, for me, it's I, I not only the heights in jumping out of the plane, but I don't even like to fly. Oh, so yeah. just getting in the plane is a problem. Fair. And they put Big T next to the right. door. Next like, to the door. Oh my God. Did you see her face the whole time? <laughs> yeah. She was like, Oh, she was in full tears. Yes. Um, so Cam and Corey win the challenge. I mean, they might be unstoppable. I mean, they are both yeah. like ridiculously yeah. athletic. No. Um, and CT then berates Big T. Well, no. Cam and Corey won their heat of the challenge. Yeah. But then Leroy and Casey won the overall. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so CTL is like berating Big T. Which was terrible. In a public. And again. embarrassing. Yeah. Like she just did something that was unbelievable. Like 
uh, she's so small. Like, why can't she run? I don't know. That's what I was wondering. Because she's not, I, I, I maybe just endurance. Like, she doesn't train. Yeah. Like, Anissa's curvy. I get it. But, like. But the way he did it was, like, see how quickly I did the puzzle? Like, the, like. Well, well, he said, this is why I cut you last time. Right. But it was just, like, <laughs> come on, bro. Give her some credit. She just jumped out of the plane. And when she didn't even want to do that. Yeah. Uh, so, Leroy and Crazy win their heat. And they beat Cam and Corey by 14 seconds. Yes. Crazy. Um, we have an 80s party where Anissa is freaking out about getting voted in or being selected because she knows that Leroy and Casey aren't going to select Cam and they're not going to select Fessy and Nani. As a person who lived through the 80s, I just want to say a lot of those outfits were not 80s. They were 90s. I thought it was 90s at first. Yeah, I was like, this is not... I That was just my thing. Um, and then... Oh God, here we go. CT and Fessy decides to lean over to CT and say... You're no longer the big dog. Time to retire. Like da, 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 da. He's because he's the most annoying human being ever. Like, why? Um, and so <laughs> all of them kind of chime in. And I think Leroy and Nani had the two best quotes of the day. Leroy's was one, CT will whoop his ass. Absolutely. Two, CT has beat like every major vet in this game ever. And three, CT will whoop his A- ass. Absolutely. Like he was not wrong. No. And and what killed me about it was like Bessie was trying to be like, I don't know why you're getting all worked up, bro. Like I'm just trying to talk, like you like, knew what she you were doing. Keep, remember that little guy Adam with the curly? Yes. Didn't CT try to like murder him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think CT he slammed him. He like picked him up like this <laughs> and slammed. <laughs> Remind me of like when we were little, we used to watch a lot of wrestling. Like yeah, remember like the Undertaker was just like he would do massive that. massive human yes. Yeah. That is what it was. But like for Leroy to say that Leroy's like. Everyone knows in the house, like, Fessy's mostly talk. I think Fessy has had people in his life be like, wow, you're so big. Wow, you're such right. a good football player. Like, you're a huge dude. So he has this, like, confidence. But, like, at the end of the day, CT is, like, ruthless. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so then Nani says, Fessy <laughs> uh, will pay, pay a hitman to kill you. CT will end your life with his bare hands. Absolutely. She's not wrong. You know, and I think like in an actual brawl. Oh yeah, no. There's no chance. Well, that's what he kept saying. Like, oh, but what happened on the truck? What happened on the truck? It was like, no, actually, you didn't dominate him on the truck. No, you guys were at a standstill, and that's what CT kept saying. Like, why couldn't you throw me off? That you're also 24, and he's 38, and he still held his own to where yeah. you couldn't throw him off. No, he is a giant human being. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm all team CT on this one. Absolutely. I, I don't care. Like FF. And what bothers me about everybody and what the things they say about CT is it's like, he doesn't play the game any dirtier than anybody else. No. So why all of a sudden it's like, oh, he's this, he's that. It's like, no. I mean, because Bessie realizes, I mean, at this point, I think Corey, endurance, mm-hmm. I think that. Fessy could beat Corey like physically if they were maybe wrestling. Maybe I mean Corey is a specimen. Absolutely. Um, Fessy could beat Kyle, sure. Oh, easily. Yeah, but like that's, that's not a anybody. thing. Yeah, that's not a thing. I think that like <laughs> if you're if you're looking at something like Hall Brawl, you know Corey's faster, so if he could get squeezed yeah. by, like he could probably beat Fessy in something like that. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's I mean, like, wrestle, has... wrestle the pole away is right. probably like Fessy, right? Right. But like everybody's got a thing. When but... it comes to a final, like Corey's endurance is going right. to destroy Fessy. Well, and what was getting me to about this situation was like the things Fessy was saying to CT, like, "Oh, well, yeah, you know, so yeah, you used to win, but like against the old heads where the challenges were different, but not the young." Actually, that's not true because the season before last, he won running with the young people. Yeah. He was the only veteran left. Yeah. So you can't say that. No. And that's what he was saying. Like, Fessy I've has won no, three. Fessy has zero no. uh, receipts. He's got Absolutely nothing. not. Yeah, nothing at all. Um, I, Yeah. I mean, CT is, and he had a shirt off at one point. I was like, damn, like that dad body is gone. Like, he Absolutely. is. He's, he, well, when you're going through a divorce, I mean, you've got to. Get it together. Drop that dad bod. Um, so we get to deliberation. Anissa's crying. She's trying to get the house to vote Nani in. Because this is what happens to every her time. every yeah. time. I yeah, we'll get to that. But I kind of had a feeling because she's on that vet show. So I'm like, her and Darrell probably wouldn't have won. I mean, right. Yeah. So Big T and CT are compromised, and then Leroy and Casey obviously vote in Kyle and Anissa. Now, my question is, why are we have they ever reused eliminations like this? 
Like, this is the no. third time we've seen. Like, I don't want to see this anymore. No, like, there's always been a mixture. Hallbrow was the only one they usually brought back, and it was yeah. like on a, you know, a girl or like a guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But never like this. But I definitely know last year with like Tori and Jordan, all that, they never reused elimination. And I feel like maybe it's coronavirus. Maybe, maybe. it's like they don't have the production yeah. team or they don't have, I don't know. Like, in that situation, it was like, okay, being a heavier woman i know like it's there's really no hard way. to throw yeah. your weight back and forth there's no way she was going to do that yeah um so big t wins and she chooses to stay with ct which was so dumb because you could have totally gotten numbers on your side mm -hmm. well and uh, the one thing i did really like that anisa addressed like obviously it was devastating that she lost and all those things but what she was saying and what i connected with was like the women of color. The women of yeah. color. Like I wanted it to be a person of color, and all the women left are people of color. So yeah. I'm okay with it. Like, I mean, that's kind of the, my first thought was like, so do you target all the white girls? Like that. That was like, right. like obviously not. I see what she meant, but like, yeah. I was like that could be taken. Yeah, it could be. But there was more women of color this season than there has ever been. Yeah. So, or people of color in general. Well, and I will say, like her directive in the beginning, that's what she was saying. Like her mm -hmm. and Cam and like that group. Yeah. Um, would you have stayed with CT? Yes. Oh, oh really? Okay. And this is my thinking. I mean, I wouldn't have picked Kyle, that's for sure. Well, and this is my <laughs> thinking. Who could she trust? Yeah. Bessie's not going to want to run through it. She can already see everybody's having a problem with him. Nani's complaining about it. Like, everybody's having a problem with that. Um, Kyle's not really trustworthy. Well, she, what the the point was is like what Kyle said was like if you pick Fessy, sure, and Casey and Leroy win or Amber wins, right. they're not going to vote Fessy, so you're safe. Sure, but I think that it's the, also the situation of like being partnered with someone that you feel like might possibly try to save you or have your back, yeah. or if it's something that we have to go down there together. Yeah, who do I want to be with? Well, and. TJ said, this is far from over. Right. I mean, I'd like it to be closer, close to over. This has been a really long, how many, like, yeah, this is a long season. Absolutely. Can we get, can we like, I would like to know what, what does far from over actually mean? How long do these poor people have to stay in Iceland for? Yeah. I mean, what does this mean? Like we've gone through a lot of people and yeah, I would like started, to know. Yeah. So everybody now has the skull. So what's next? Like, what is So they happen? have to do, which I'm, they have not done this season is like last team to finish gets cut. Like they always do that at some right. point and they have not done that yet. So, so that's that what makes me wonder, like the objective is now done. Yeah. Everybody has a skull. So what's the next objective? I mean, I hope Bessie goes. Who is like, who do you want to win number one team? Leroy and Casey. Really? Because this is Leroy's last season yeah. and he's been in it for so long and he's never got a chance to win one. Doesn't he like? I, I wonder how he'll do in a final. Doesn't he normally like gas out? Well, he has before, but this is the best shape he's ever been yeah. in. Yeah. He's prepared for this. And it's his last season. Like he started his barbershop and he's got this new life. And I would just like to see him be able to leave this game knowing that he finally got one. I loved that like Nani had trouble running the half mile and Fessy was like, uh, shh. And then yeah. he left her and yeah, he's like, yeah. yeah. All right. But that's the thing. It's like you have to know. Like you're. I mean, it's going to come down to Cam and Corey. Or Leroy and Casey. Like I agree. They're going to get themselves through it, get rid of everybody else. And I think that if they stay in, in the groups they are in now, that's just going to be the... Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine much more switching is going to go on. No. I think well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the objective? Now you everybody's got their skulls, so what are you fighting for? Yeah. I bet you one full team will get cut during a challenge. And then maybe like two teams will go head to head and they'll cut... I don't know. I mean, reality of it is whether Leroy or Cam wins, they're it's pretty much like they both win because they live together. Yeah. So in Houston. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I'm not gonna win and be like, I'm not sharing my money. Yeah. We live in the same <laughs> house. No. We'll see. Until next week. Right. Any what else? Are you on married to first sight? Are you all cut up there? Um oh, the mass singer. Oh, I saw I that the up, other night. I caught up on both of them. I watched it briefly the other night. Um, somehow I got on the channel. I don't know why, but it was the Caitlyn Jenner. So when she opened her, I was like, that's Caitlyn Jenner. And I was talking to my friend Kelly and she's like, no, I think it might be like, and I was like, no, that is Caitlyn Jenner. When she took her <laughs> thing off, I was like, what is going on over there? That is um, And then the first one was Kermit the Frog. Yes, which, you told I me mean, that. I mean, that's just yes. mean because like, that's just a costume inside of a costume. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you sing? I know. Um, but they're apparently so. Do you want to know the rumor? You don't really watch it, so yeah. you know, like Nick Cannon's not the host, yes, because of coronavirus, right? 
The rumor is, is that he's actually a contestant. And it was all a lie. Oh. Yeah, because there's a contestant and whatever. And they're like, we know you. Or he said something. And they, so they think it's Nick Cannon. Interesting. That would, would be, be a good, would be really yeah. good twist. So that would be really interesting. Yeah, I'm not. Married at First Sight has taken some turns this season that I'm not loving or caring for. I can't get behind right mm. now. Okay. Um, there's a contestant on there, Chris, who I've touched on this before, but he got married at first sight and then on his honeymoon revealed that his ex fiance is pregnant. <laughs> that gets me every time. Sorry. And so then he brings the ex. And so he's putting this poor girl page through hell because then they get home and they're supposed to move into their apartment. And he tells her, I think I'm going to go to Chicago and work it out with my baby's mom. Then comes back and says, I brought the baby's mom and I want you to meet her. And I want us all to sit down. Then the baby's mom says, I don't, I never said I wanted to be with him. And so then now he's like, I, I was hoping Paige we could start over. No. Like, don't you see what he's doing, girl? Oh. He she doesn't want him, so now he's back. So then they're they decided this last week to like get together and talk and have Bible study and have dinner. And then he brings up, like, just because you're my wife, and I should tell you, I bought my, you know, my baby's mom, she had an accident. And she hasn't had a car in years. Uh, my baby needs transportation. So I bought her a brand new Mercedes. No. And I just was like, this is not what I wa- signed up to watch. Ugh. Like, this is a hot ass train wreck mess. Do you think they knew? So this is always gets me about like the casting and stuff like that. Do you think they knew this ahead of time mm-hmm. or just came out? So they have experts on there that counsel them. There's a pastor and then like a relationship expert, like all of them go on there and their looks on their faces are like dumbfounded. And the pastor (laughs) is like, if I would have known any of this, like there's absolutely no way I would have let this happen because they're now Mm. legally married. And he's telling her like, I cannot in good faith tell you to stay legal, like married to the, I, I cannot, you need to walk away. And she's not listening to, and then, and then the next week they meet with the other expert and she was like, I cannot tell you like this, (laughs) I cannot advise you to stay married. And she still keeps hanging out. Like So the casting producers just must be like, we struck gold. Yeah, like because they're like, he the the process is so rigorous, like hours of paperwork, hours of interviewing, all of this, and somehow through the cracks. Ugh. Because you're not supposed to be like dating anybody else, sleeping with anybody, anything. Yeah. So somehow he sleeped through the cracks with this thing like. He took his ankle bracelet off. Yeah, like she, they <laughs> broke up months before this. Her dad died. So he went to go down there for the funeral and they just happened to sleep together uh, and then he left. And then. Uh, speaking of casting, did you see Katie's guys re- pictures released? Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know. I was like, these are no <laughs> Ivan and Jordan. These are know. not the men. I mean, maybe they're her preferences. Some of them, like, I. Maybe two of them were cute. Yeah. Maybe. I was was like, okay, maybe she said, like, focus more on personality. Maybe and look. I was like, some of them looked real. I don't know. But I was like, okay. Some of them looked like Victoria Ruff status. Yeah. I was was (laughs) like, I don't know. There was a couple that I I didn't see any styes or anything like that, but But, I have, I imagine it's coming. (laughs) Yes. No, I saw that and I was like, this is going to be a mess. Oh, and then this weekend I get to watch. I've been waiting for a while to watch the um, Tina Turner documentary. Oh, yeah. I really, really want to watch that. So I was going to watch TV last week, but then I watched Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League. So I oh, watched Oh, I've been four, wanting to watch it, but I don't have four hours. Four hours and ten minutes. Of, I mean. Yeah, I don't. It was visually stunning. I want to see it, but I don't have that kind of time. Um, I mean. It's a lot of like snack breaks. The dog had to go out. It took so long. I mean, there was a lot happening, but like, yeah. I mean, it was kind of like vindication for him. Yeah. So they spent 300 million on the initial movie and it tanked at the box office. They gave him 70 million for reshoots, re editing to whatever to build this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and it was six chapters. Jake <sighs> was trying to talk me into watching it. And I was like, I don't have the time. And then he kept on. I was like, I, I loved the first one. I watched it and I, and I loved it. And I don't like, know if I watched the first one. That's why I, was- I watched it lots of times. Um, because obviously that, uh, you know, where it has um, Aquaman. Oh, yeah. Jason Momoa. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to watch it every time it's on. Are they, are him and Zoe divorced? No, that's his stepdaughter. Oh, sorry. Lisa uh, Bonet is his wife. Zoe, there was a she rumor got a divorce. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Who was she, she married did. to? Some guy. I don't, uh, I, yeah, but yeah, she they, she recently divorced. Oh, I'm sorry, Zoe. Coronavirus. <laughs> Curse of. I mean, I'm oh my god, I have, I have friends. I had a friend who was engaged, getting married in October. 
done. Yeah. I had two weddings in October, both canceled. Yeah. Both couples are not together. They did a thing on Us Weekly the other day, like, let's run through the couples that break up in coronavirus. And, and there was a lot. Here's what I will say. I mean, I think that no couple was prepared for the emotional and mental toll of being locked with somebody for 24 hours a day. I wasn't prepared for the emotional toll of locking myself. I was to break up with myself. Yeah. Or Jake. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Is that when you decided like, we need another bathroom. It's uh, coronavirus. That's when I was like, we got to move out. Yeah. Our rooms are too close. Yeah. I, it was, it was like, that's a go. That was painful. Yeah. Awesome. Um, think of a name, how to name this episode. Cause I, what came to my mind was remember Jennifer Lopez on the floor, on the floor. Oh, or like no, no, 24 no, no, and no. more. Ooh, 24. Instead of like 23 and me. 24 oh. and more. I don't know, guys. I'm bad at that. I want to do the 23 and me. I, I told you I did the ancestry. Do you have any coupons? I love a coupon. I don't know. Hey, 23 and me, give us a coupon and we'll shout you out. Yeah. Yeah. I love coupons. I I'll even do my, all my dog wants a 23 and me too. Oh, you I can do that. Yeah, you should. Mm. I mean, I know this. she's a multiple, so like. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you definitely should. Yeah, I rescued lady. She's a terrier or something. Yeah crazy yeah crazy. <laughs> first one psychotic first, first match she is 80 percent psychotic god only knows awesome thanks so much Have follow us on instagram week, we will yeah you suggestions comments week. questions concerns um like us rate us yes. follow us all of the above Thank downloads you. are picking up their social media is picking up a little bit we hit 100 followers that's what it was that's great yeah i know Here thanks we are. guys we really appreciate it awesome. thanks have a great night bye, bye.